There you yeah, go. Sir. I want to welcome you to the show, man. Come on, man. We hanging like titties. You know how we think it is. <laughs> Wait, hold up. We're going to do your intro. Buzz down on a regular day, though. Come on. What's going now on, man? And I want to welcome up. you to the show, Sports Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. We have one of the nicest coming up from Compton right now. It goes by the name of One Take J. Does everything in one take. One Take J is Wait, in the building. Up. What's going on, man? How's life? How's everything going, especially with the new album? How's everything? But look, though, I ain't even finna cap like that. I don't do everything in one take. I do a whole lot of shit in one take, but not everything, though. But no, the new shit, the morning after is going crazy. And don't forget, I just dropped One Take Bay in December. Come on. We got a whole lot of flavors going on. 31 of them. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting played on all the radio stations, Power 106. They're treating you right down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really too much be, like, focused on that, but... Shit, if they play it, I really love it. But, I, you know, I mess with, like, all the radio stations. Like, when I first, like, kind of, like, um, got uh, popular in music with the song Hello, they, uh, like, I wasn't signed or nothing. They was already just behind it, playing it and all that. Then we finally connected and all that. I built good relationships with a lot of the DJs and stuff because, like, from doing, like, drops and shit. You feel me? Like, a lot of people still use the drops I um, made for them just because the way ho love is so catchy. You feel me? So it was just, you feel me, making good relationships. That's right. You gave them all drops, and then all of a sudden you heard your song. People heard your song being played. Hello, that it was hello that was getting played on all the morning shows, all the shows. And they, oh, yeah, exactly. They come appreciated on. you. And it's like, come on, hello, get the morning started. Let's get it. <laughs> the morning after. What made you choose to name this album The Morning After? Um, Because uh, obviously, you know, people are going to be dropping shit on Valentine's, so I decided to just do The Morning After, you feel me? And that's why I named it that self-explanatory and the like the focus of the music for this one. Like I said, I just dropped one take bay. So I just dropped the whole body of smooth shit. So I'm like, that ain't even really me. Like, I ain't finna just drop no another smooth project. So I'm like, I'm gonna do the opposite. I'm gonna yeah, talk about shit. So yeah, I dropped that and then shit. Literally, like, I promise you, bro, like, what made me like I'm the type of person like I just drop it, then it's like shit, I did my job, shit. I don't really be paying attention to like numbers and all that. I just promote and do what I'm supposed to do. Uh, but yeah, the first day though, bro, that shit had me happy as a motherfucker because I knew, like, I already knew motherfuckers was gonna fuck with it. But it's like when you actually throw it out there, and then like everybody like, ooh, this song. And then when I uh, post it up in the next day, and I'm like, comment your comment your favorite song. You you get the core fans that be like, all of them was my favorite song. But bro, everybody in the comments uh, was like. I could play this uh, straight through, and I'm like, all right, bet. Like, damn, I'm fucking with it. Off-White Force Ones is my favorite off of the album. Was this, did you draw any inspiration from Nelly's Air Force Ones with this song? Nah. I just set a bar with Off-White Force Ones because I freestyled that shit. So I set a bar with Off-White Force Ones, and I just named it that. And I had on some Off-White Force Ones. That's tough. What's your go-to song off of this album? Or if you want to get into what do you think the people's favorite is right now? Obviously, Her Bad. Her Bad. Yeah. It was viral before I even put the song out or before even Blueface got on it. He thought the song was already out when he hit me up. Uh, he like, hey, uh, let me remix that song or like send it to me or whatever, you know. So And I'm like, nigga, that shit ain't even out. He like, even better. Pulled up on him, knocked it out, knocked the video out. And now, like I said, it was already going up on TikTok. It already had 300,000 videos before the song was out. 
Um. So yeah. Her bad. Obviously, that's the that's the people's champ. But like, since it been out, the whole body of project with the body of project, a lot of people took liking to um close friends, uh, the payback. That's my second favorite um, one, the payback. That one's oh, cool. and the set the Sarah Cavaliers. Sarah Cavaliers. That one's tough Shout too. Shout out to them. You know they won the state championship, 2022 state champion. So I had to come on. I had to shout them out. Um, but yeah, um, that's that was probably the most like um like the hardest song, like my favorite, probably the Sarah Cavaliers. Cause like I it's crazy. I didn't even know this was like tied in with the sports and all that. Cause I fuck with sports. I'm like a football nigga. You played um, football in high school for Inglewood. Grew up in Compton, but you played in Inglewood. No, 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 no. I played Pop Warner in Inglewood and Compton. And then I um I went to school in Carson High School and I went to Com- uh Compton Centennial, ninth through eleventh, then Carson for twelve. What position did you play? Um slot receiver and corner and safety. Which one did you enjoy playing most? Which one would you say if you were to pursue a career in the NFL, you think that you would have played professionally? For sure, defense. Oh man, I'm Easty. And I was playing with like all the niggas I was playing is in the league right now. Come on, I was doing it up. Gotta get on the Rams. I don't think the well, I don't think the Rams need you. I'll tell you what. How about you come? The Rams Rams is in good hands. Come on. So we stay forming it out here. Come on, we in good hands. <laughs> no, you need to come up my way to the East Coast and get on the Jets. We need to turn this system all around. Come on, I'm hey, I ain't gonna lie. Anybody just throw me on a practice squad. I'm I got all the energy in the world. <laughs> come on. Fuck it, I'm a team player. Throw me in the mascot. Come on, throw me in there. What? That'll be viral. And that'll get my little fan base up on the East Coast. I'm ready for it all. Come on. It's gotta happen. You, you might have to set that play up. It, it, it for sure. It, it, all my connections to the Jets. I've interviewed some Jets. They gotta. They gotta give the word in here. We need some new energy on the field. We need some more energy. Get that gang green exactly. up from you know. Get their Jets exactly. up. Let's go. Come on. I'm talking theme songs and all that. We are gonna do it all the way up. That's tough. It, it's gotta happen, man. And and Blueface. You know, we're working with Blueface. When did you guys originally meet? Because when you hear about. One take, Jay, you hear all these comparisons. Everyone's saying, oh, you sound like Blueface. You sound like YG. So when did you you and Blueface first meet? Because you guys have been close. Uh, I already had, like, when I uh, like when I was first already going up, like, bro wasn't even rapping yet. But he from, like, the same area or, like, hood as my uh, people and all that. And, like, we was, uh, it was already just, not like, a, just a natural little build. Like, it was just regular. Then when he started rapping, shit, it was just, you feel me? It was just the same thing. And then the comparisons, it was just like, like, who gives a fuck what y'all talking about? That's like comparing like Lil Baby and Gunner or something like, bitch, they from the same jurisdiction. And it's like, nigga ain't finna be explaining that, bro. No. Y'all yeah. in the comments for a reason. It's crazy how people always compare someone. And, and I think you stand alone and you, you hear the people on the Internet and people on different interviews say that you're one of the ones that stand out by yourself in L.A. And and people say that people recognize it. Even Nick Cannon had you on his show. People recognize you stand out for yourself because you're one take J and there's no one else out here like one take J. You're doing the comedy and we're going to get further into your comedy skits and everything. Have you thought about pursuing a, a career either in TV or film and taking comedy to the next level? Nah, bro, I ain't even gonna lie. I'll just be fucking around. 
<laughs> I ain't never play. I don't like, oh, I'm going to do a little skit. Like, I just be fucking around. I think like, you can I take know, I feel, I feel like that's probably. Up. I feel like that's why, like, why I, I could keep, like, like, why I got a core, like, little fan base because of the fact that people just actually like me for being me. So, nigga ain't, that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, I swear to God, nigga, I don't got to try to do no crazy ass skit because I already been like an energetic ass person. I'm going to do something, just catch it. <laughs> All you got to do is catch it. That's right. And I feel as though that you're out here right now because you, you've always said for a while that you don't want to just be a moment in music. You want to be an artist. And with that said, there's a lot of artists oh, that yeah, go viral sure. in, in this game and their moments in music. So do you feel as though that sometimes when you go viral, you kind of put that hindrance on yourself and put that brace on you in which you can't become that artist? Because I feel as though you're doing that. You're keeping going with your career, but there's other artists. And once they go viral, it's kind of they're cursed from that point. Uh, no, I just feel like it's really on you. Like, you just got to get it in. You feel me? I feel like maybe some people, maybe not even the, maybe the pressure could be, uh, I don't know. You just got to be a nigga. Like, just get it in. Like, go for what you know. Go for what you know. That's what you're doing out here. For real, for real. Yeah. Go for what you know. Like, with the hurt bad shit. But I start, I start going up from just, dropping music so with that when i seen it was like oh they on that is bro i had 300 000 on tiktok and i did nothing for it to go viral i'm like all right bet i ain't waiting for no budget for a video oh let's shoot the video oh we already got a feature oh uh, uh oh it's out so what rest is history let it do what it's gonna do you feel me mm-hmm. can't wait you gotta go for what you know how was your life experience of growing up in Compton? Compton has a very heavy music scene in hip hop. Um, I feel like it was like cool, like smooth. I mean, it's regular shit. Like, I feel like you can't really say like, oh, it's the ghetto, it's the hood. Like, that's everywhere. So it's like, shit, I was just living my life in my, in my own world on me. Shit, but I could say, like, I just always was my own person because, like, all my homies, like, or either game bang or do this or do that. I just was doing my own thing. I just, you feel me? You stayed away from all that stuff. It wasn't even really staying away from it. Because, I, I, shit, I was around all of it. You, you can't stay away from it living where I'm from. Like, you feel me? You, is, there's no way you can possibly stay away from it. You can't even stay, like, in a house and stay away from it because, you feel me? Like, it's around you. It's all around. But, um, yeah, I, was just, I just felt like I just did me. I just always just did me, whatever. Like, I was just always in my own vibe. Your influences growing up in hip-hop were YG, Lil Wayne, and DJ Quick, I read online. DJ Quick was an influencer of yours. Uh, well, like, the whole jerk era, so that would be, like, shit, a lot of people during that time, uh, like, YG, probably, um, Tyga, like, old... I was probably like young as a motherfucker, like Tab Third, Cold Flames. It's a too short for sure. Sugar Free though. Sugar Free. DJ Quick, Sugar Free, Top One though. He hard, and it's only off one song. I rather give you my yeah. Hey, I could really. I used to could recite that song at a young age, and I remember I got in trouble for it for rapping it at school on everything. <laughs> I heard that you were you you were kind of like the class clown in high school, but no one ever threw you out or suspended you or anything. You never got on people's nerves like that. 
Yeah, nah, cause I'm too, I'm too like likable. I'm too personal. It's like they need to keep me in there, cause I'm the one that can calm the class down for real. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, come on, we gotta work together. That's all that really meant. I wasn't being a fool. I was just being me, and they seen that we could work together, and we made it work. For sure. You started really taking this hip hop thing seriously when you started getting paid one take boys releasing music on the SoundCloud. How did this all come together, this collective with one take boys? Um, it really just came from like um the homies was already rapping, like the homie one take teasy, uh one take quan. <laughs> yeah, and then um I um I was never really even thought about like rapping or nothing like that. Um so it was like in the summertime, they just um used to always tell me like, man, come on, just do some shit. I'm like, man, I don't even know what to say. So one time I said, fuck it, got on the beat, just talked my shit, and uh, I was fucking with it. And then after that, it just, you feel me? I, and I was already a person, like I knew a lot of people from shit, sports, being out like at, at a young age, like going to the pike, going to the Lamo, going to the bridge, all that type of shit. So I'm out. Everybody know me already. So I'm. They see me post my song. They they playing it. They fucking with it. So you feel me? Mm-hmm. How much of an impact did you recognize? And you, you could have even recognized it before 2015. And 2015 was a crucial year for Compton because Straight Outta Compton came out. So the younger hip hop fans and younger hip hop beds may not have known the history of what NWA did for Compton and the whole hip hop scene. So what was your reaction when this movie came out? Um, shit, I just watched it as a, you feel me? Like, it was just a dope-ass movie, like, like, it, because it, it really, like, showed you, like, like, a different time period, because that shit, like, you can't even imagine no shit like that right now. Like, it'd be bullshit, but, like, you can't even imagine no shit like that. Like, it just, just from the look of the time, from the music to the, you feel me? Just everything was different. But it's just dope to see uh, to be able to look back for them to reenact that and see that and see what they went through to get with because we able to look at them today now see where they at you feel me so yeah I just took it like that and and then the history continues with you just continuing to do be another artist from Compton put it on for the city and just make your way out here in LA be one of the most buzzing artists out here to the net going viral in 2017 and then I was reading online that you were signed to a major deal with Asylum and the machine works how's your experience of being major uh yeah that's just smooth it's just you gotta um like I, I like um see at first you gotta think like I started and then my formula just drop music drop music but more when you sign to the label it's more like pre-packaged so it can be a bigger thing so it's like basically it's just uh it just low-key get you on your feet more uh because it's like when you're ready to drop something you're gonna have it ready ahead of time now so you just learn a little shit like that but i feel like it's smooth though everything like it's a like i feel like it's a i don't know i feel like if you know what you're doing it's a i feel like it's a great experience on everything because you got to think about it as a like everybody different. Some independent niggas got money coming in the game or whatever. But I feel like if you don't got a money, you could use a label as a bank as a bank account. Boom. And back then you gotta think, see, say if I was see today is different. You got TikTok. You have a song come out on TikTok. You out of here. Boom. But but like when I first started rapping, like it wasn't really even nobody going up like young niggas like that. On me. 
Cause I was, oh shit, I didn't even give, I, I was on some other shit. I was just doing me, living my life. I was just a, just a party nigga, energy nigga, sports nigga, playing football on me. Big sports fan. Are you a Rams fan? No, nah, I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan. Falcons. I'm a Rams fan though. I'm a Rams fan because I'm I'm living in LA. I'm from Compton, so I'm rocking with the Rams. But I can't I can't go sour on, on my Atlanta Falcons, man. We got to figure it out. Julio Jones no longer on the Falcons. He's on the Titans. On. And, yeah, and yeah. I was going I for you guys. Don't even say it. Don't even say it. But yeah, that's just crazy. I was going for you guys in the Super Bowl against the Patriots as a Jet fan and. Uh, this is actually one of the first Falcon fans I've talked to on the show. So, man, you, you got to be heated about that Super Bowl, just losing. There's Hell people that have told me Tom Brady sold his soul to the devil at halftime because of that performance. Man, hell no, I ain't heated. All we had to do was keep running the ball. They never even stopped the run. We stopped running the ball, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, this some fluke shit finna go. I wasn't even mad. I lost a couple of hundreds, though. It was cool. <sighs> Unbelievable. But you know what? L.A., even though you said that you do go for the Rams to the Super Bowl, the halftime show, that was major. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. No, yeah, that was crazy. For sure, that was crazy. That was fire. You think they should have brought the game out at the performance? I heard there were some rumors there that the game might have been out there and Jay-Z held them back. I was hearing these rumors. Um, I really don't be having too many opinions because, shit, Super Bowl already happened. We watched what we watched. I wasn't there to see what was going on behind the scenes. So I, I saw a good Super Bowl show and shit. That was it. I can't really speak on like nothing I don't know about. Speaking of performances, when you perform, you perform the same way, whether it's for 20 people or for a whole venue such as Rolling Loud. That's just your mentality going to every performance. Oh, uh, yeah, for real, though, because you got to think. Somebody, those 20 people, shit, you fuck around and turn bougie on them. Fuck it, I don't, uh, there ain't enough people here. Shit. That could be, that could be 20 people from your core fan base on everything. That All that count. All that count. And then it's just character. Because it's like, bro, these people paid money and they came out here to see you. It really don't matter how many people here. We finna turn this bitch up straight up. Karma, something that you believe in over the years what's been some of your experience in what you believe that karma really is a thing that really is out there and it happens shit just me making a fan base period because it's a million rappers literally a million like a million probably more, way more than that and for me to be uh, a part of the one percent that was able to make uh, uh some traction and uh, have a fan base consistently uh and still be able to still be uh, put uh, put out good music and stuff that people fuck with, shit, that's enough right there. I was researching online that there that you were also booed at a Shoreline Mafia show and Blueface was there. Is that true? Nah, Blueface nah, wasn't, wasn't there. there. That shit had nothing to do with Blueface. Why niggas always keep bringing up Blueface? <laughs> what the, I think I think they be just trying to stir shit up just to try to stir shit up. That nigga was nowhere in sight at that show. I was on tour with uh, Shoreline Mafia. Um, no, this is what happened. Every it was like, cause you know, it, uh, when you're on tour, like people be having like uh, acts before them. I was like the right before Shoreline Mafia, so 
it was a lot of us on tour. So, but you know, New York is a different crowd and we got Cali music. So they there for Shoreline Mafia. They, that's like, they, like I said, core fan base. It don't matter where, uh, what city we in for them. What's the name? So, um, they was like, the fans was really, that was the first time I ever seen like fan. I mean, yeah, fans like literally booing everybody, everybody. So, um, and I remind you, I'm a West Coast artist, so it's, bro, it's about to be no different. But I had a little energy, but it was, uh, and then it wasn't that bad. They, but they weren't like going up with me. But somebody had through a shoe, and I got this song called "Fucked Up." It's, but it's like a trap song, though. Um, so yeah, when he when they threw the shoe or whatever, so I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like, hey, who threw the shoe? But nobody never said nothing. So I'm just like, you a bitch. So then I'm like, open a mosh pit. I'm going to get in it. And then, do you feel me? Let's see if somebody throw a shoe. And then after that, they was just lit. Like, they was just fucking with the energy. I got in the mosh pit, and we was just going stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Besides the West Coast, where's, where do you get the most love from? I wouldn't even really be able to tell you because, like, before, like, I even got big, big, like, my songs was already, like, like, when I first knew, like, people was fucking with me, like, fuck the West Coast, just period. My They played my song, when To The Neck first started going up, they played that song at in Florida at the Super Bowl, at, the at like, Pop Warner Super Bowl, mm-hmm. like, for the kids. So I'm like, that's hard. Like, that's when I knew, like, oh, like, I could really do some shit. Like, bro, I don't got no promo team. I don't got nobody pushing my shit. This, I just made my song, dropped it. And I and I used to promo my own shit. I used to send my music to thousands of people every day, thousands over all platforms, thousands, bro. Well, maybe hundreds, hundreds, because they start blocking me at a certain point on me because I was sending the same content so much. It started look going at spam. <laughs> but yeah, everything. When I played my shit at the little Super Pop Warner Super Bowl, I'm like, oh yeah, the you fucking with me all over the world. That's enough. They gonna grow with a nigga on me. And that's exactly what they've been doing, for sure. It's like they, uh, your fans grow up with you. I read online, too, that you said that you were more stress-free when you were broke. I heard about that. Oh, yeah, on me, because I feel like that's just, you feel me? Like, when people, when people, when you, when people don't be really having, like, a certain amount of money, I'm talking about, like, a certain amount of money, not like no hood rich, like a certain amount of money, you always like, oh, I wish I was rich. I wish I was rich. I wish I was rich. But it's like, bro, like, people, like, the, the point is, like, money, like, it don't make you, like, it's just, like, you still the same person. Like, bro, if I get a million, I mean, I'm still, the, like, obviously you move different, but you still the same human being. Like, like your morals and character and shit shouldn't change because you got money. Like, you feel me? No. And and that hasn't let you haven't let that change you at all. And what are some what's some advice you can give to upcoming artists and to not you know staying away from letting money change you? What do you think is the best way? Because a lot uh, of times shit, it does, and it, and it causes people to act a different way that they wouldn't normally act. Yeah, you just got to know yourself before you get get the money. Hopefully, but um, I was gonna say though, shit, I ain't really no preacher ass nigga or nothing. But shit, I'll just say be yourself. Everything, just be yourself, cause you gotta think people gonna fu- people gonna fuck with you more for being you, and you ain't gonna have to be trying too hard, cause it's just you. You're right. 
Absolutely right. A few artists that you were listening to when I read this, did my research on you were Roddy Rich, Money Baggio, and Rod Wave. Have you been, made any contact with them with any of their camps to get some collabs done in the works? Um, nah, not really. I just be slapping niggas shit. I fuck with everybody music, underground, industry. If it's slap, it's slap. I'm fucking with it. New school, old school. I don't give a damn. <laughs> That beat, if that beat, if I'm feeling it and all that, fucking with it. Old school is something that I focus on a lot on my show. So as far as old school go, old school hip hop goes, who who would you want to work with that that you think that would really be up there for you? Uh, already worked with them, but who I would work with, like again though, now that I'm like, like I know what I'm doing and shit, like I'm advanced, like uh, E40, uh. Cause we made some shit, but I, I if we do some shit right now, that shit gonna be too too crazy. Uh, so E40, um, too short. Bay Area. Hell yeah, Queen, too yep. short for sure. Too short go crazy. Um, that's really it. That like from the older like oh yeah see I I, I it's some more but like I already got some but I ain't trying to say it. So y'all, y'all see, come on, y'all know I got some little ledges all tucked in a cut, locked in. At least y'all know that. <laughs> For sure. We got to highlight that the great things that you do, because there, there's not a lot of people out here that do what you do. And if they do, it's hidden. Not everyone wants to highlight and showcase it, but you do give back to the poor. And I actually read something online. You paid for a woman's groceries once. Oh, no, I did that a lot on me. Yeah. Even if a nigga in a rush and I just be like, Excuse me, you mind if I just I'll pay for you if you let me go real quick? Maybe just me just being me. That's I'm trying to get up out of there and that and bro, money ain't that serious to me. And some you gotta think, bro. Uh, uh like I don't just be out here just like no dumbass just giving out money, but like certain little situations and I like it'd be like I've been there before, like you could tell somebody car they went through or something like, bro, nigga, you don't wanna be just steady standing there all that looking like a dumbass, bro. I know I yeah, bro, on me, niggas know how that type of shit feels. So, on me, I got some extra little dollars. All right, come on, I got you real quick. Yeah. But the, it was some shit like that. I was at a, uh, that Smirk Cheller shit in uh, Arizona. Uh, and a lady, um, she couldn't uh, pay for her groceries or something. The car was, I don't even think her car was declining. It was something wrong with it. But she was just right there for hella long. And I was only just getting a bottle of, li- a bottle of liquor. We trying to leave. And then I had did it. But. Shit, I was just, just trying to get up out of there. She was, she low-key made like a little scene. I wasn't really uh, deep with it like that. You have a lot on the way. What is it that you're doing this year that you think is going to solidify your career and then the future in which One Take J is going to be that household name in the industry? Uh, Shit, I'm going to just drop more. I, it ain't really nothing I got to do different, but shit, just drop more. I mean, just feed them. That's it. Just feed them. Because I've been going up off all music that was already out. They just want to be fed real quick. That's right. And we're here. We're doing it. One Take J is on the show. One Take J, is there anything else you would love to let the audience know? Any upcoming visuals? I'm sure you're working on those for the new album. Um. Yeah, I'm going to uh, for sure um, do one for close friends because they feeling that too much. Um, payback. I already got one for the payback. And I'm uh the one that I want to do for sure, like I said earlier, that Sarah Cavaliers for sure. We'll be looking forward to it. 
We got to get quick basketball take in before we go because you're a big sports fan. Are you Lakers, mm-hmm. Clippers, Warriors? Who's your team? Lakers. Lakers. Lakers, bro. Hands down. Hand down, man down. Oh, he scored. Hey, come on. The fans go out Westbrook, but I, I think the Lakers, you know, they got to pick it up here. Yeah, no, nah, they're going to get it together. 100%, man. They need to let me ball boy or water boy or something. I'm telling you, somebody needs somebody need this energy. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm a, come on, I'm an uplifted team. Niggas ain't uplifted. I'm uplifted. Come on. Has anyone reached out to you as far as because you're bringing the energy, because you love sports so much to perform at a halftime show for any sporting events? Um, I just performed at USC last week. Last oh, that's week fire. Halftime, me and uh, Kaden Furfur. That's fire. Shout out DJ Mosky for that. DJ Mosky set that up. That's fire. They give you your own jersey and everything? No, no, no. I ain't get the jersey yet. It was kind of last minute, but um, it was a, it was like dope, though. Uh, I ain't get the jersey, but we had the classic. Come on, the classic pullover. You know, I rocked him with the the Louis V steppers and the L.A. diamond studded fitted. The the Stone Island Stone U fitted. Come on, stolen U, stolen U. That's what it's called. Come on, drip down all that SC at halftime. I know it's not looking like there's going to be a baseball season, but you know the Dodgers were. Oh, it's not. Be I ain't there. even know that. Yeah, there's I ain't the, even know yeah that. because of the whole MLB lockout. There may not be a baseball season this year. I hope things they can get come to a decision here soon. I know the deadline was today, but they didn't reach any agreement with the owners and the players. So I don't know. It's not looking like there's going to be a baseball season. But if there is, and if there was going to be, you know the Dodgers were going to be in the mix. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Dodgers. 100%. I'm going Dodgers for sure. One take, Jay, anything else, man? Anything else that we didn't cover on the show that you want to let your fans know and everything? Um... I got that Bars in a Car EP out I dropped in November. I got One Take Bay out I dropped in December. I got The Morning After that just dropped February 15th. Um, single off that uh, project is Her Bad featuring Blueface. Come on, we just doing it up. And then, I'm come on, I'm going to shoot a couple of videos, and I'm going to just keep dropping. So just stay tuned. And we doing it up like that. Come on. And I got the way hold up. Bud's coming. That's hey, that was just a that was just a come on. That was just exclusive. When did that become your trademark before we go? When did that become your trademark? That wait, hold up. When did that instantly become your trademark? Because people know you for that. It was like it was like when I first started rapping, probably like a couple songs in, like I, I was kind of feeling myself. So I was turned up and I just said that like, I told you I just be having energy. And it was other shit that I said on other songs. Like I was always trying to do a little intro. Or I, or maybe I wasn't trying, but then I uh I said that way hold up uh and then I'm like, nah, delete that. Let me do it again. They're like, nah, we keeping that. That's hard. And I'm just like, all right, fuck it. And then it literally after that I did it every time after, cause I don't know it just stuck. And and it works. People like, know you for that. And the crazy part, the crazy part, I wasn't even thinking about no like, like oh I got a catchphrase. That I was just that that was just my like my way to come in like how to catch the beat for real that's how I was catching the beat and you're known for that and it's important too because that's what people are gonna know you for for years to come and, and that's how you solidify your own stamp in this game is with that catchphrase because once you once someone knows you by something it's cliche man oh man stick with you forever 
forever. One take, Jay. I want to thank you again for coming on the show. Shout out to Irene for setting up this interview. I got the morning after in the rotation. Keep doing your thing out here. People are loving the journey that you have going on here, the success that you're building for yourself, not only through social media, but now proving yourself as an artist. Keep going here. People are seeing the vision and the journey. You're always welcome on the show, man. Anytime you got some new material that you're dropping, you want to come on and talk about it. I appreciate that, bro. Uh, Good looking for having me and all that, for sure. For sure, man. I want you to enjoy the rest of your night. Take care and stay safe out here. I'm looking forward to all the new material you got on the way. All right, bro. Good looking. Yeah. Peace out, man. All right, my boy.